lot of podcasts these days. Tip, tip, tippy toe around everybody's little feelings. The little snowflakes are fragile. But you won't get any of that crap here. Welcome to the Mark G Show. From political issues to cultural issues to current events and everything in between, we're talking about it. And we talk about it how we want, melting the little snowflakes. <laughs> this is the Mark G Show, and this is Mark G. What is going on, everybody, right now? What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Mark G Show. First and foremost, I've already kind of did an informal apology. Ladies and gentlemen, I do apologize for not recording yesterday for you folks. Uh, it was Mother's Day. Made a long trip up to see my mother. My eyes started burning by the time I got home, so I told Gary, listen, man, we're just going to record tomorrow. And I'm surprised we're able to get on today, but we're here. So with that being said, I have Gary over here. Gary, brother, what's happening? What's going on, dude? Everything's good on my end. Fantastic, man. Um, I got to mute all that. Everything's going good over here, too, man. <laughs> yeah, listen, everybody. I'm not used to this whole producing and recording all at the same time. It's going to take a while. Um, no, man, it's been, been an interesting week. A lot of stuff has happened, especially since when we first ended our podcast last week, things started popping off. And it was funny because we were talking about um, the abortions and stuff like that. And then later on, I think it was like an hour after the podcast, you sent me the information on the Roe versus Wade leak. You remember sending me that text message? Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> so, you know, I, we're going to talk about that, um, you know, and then on top of that, there's a lot of other stuff going on. You know, uh, I want to bring up uh, a touchy subject that just recently happened in my small local town here in Maine. Um, I want to bring up regards to that and talk about um, something that I plan on starting a little project of other content create creators to help with suicide prevention. Um, but yeah, before we get into all that, man, um, you know, it was Mother's Day. It was a great day. So first and foremost, to all you mothers out there, happy belated Mother's Day. I would have I said that to you guys yesterday, but like I said, we didn't record. Um, but yeah, that's what I did. I just went out, flew a drone, visited my mama, and they were all... Like I wasn't recognizable to my brother's husband, which was kind of funny. Um, but yeah, man, what what you guys do? As you can see, I'm slightly distracted right now. You are. I am because my dogs were just losing their shit. I don't know. <laughs> did you hear that? I did a little bit. Yeah. So I pulled up my ring doorbell because I was trying to see what was going on. And there was a random dog in my front yard, like pissing on my bushes in front of my porch. <laughs> Free so for my, life. So my dogs are losing it. And my wife just went outside right now. So I'm just kind of like looking on my ring doorbell to see what's going on. <laughs> so I, I apologize that I'm distracted a little bit and I sort of missed your question. What did I do yesterday for mother's yeah, day? Yeah. What'd you do yesterday? Talked to my mom, uh, I chilled with my wife. We did stuff around the house. Gotcha. All Pretty right. Mellow day. Pretty mellow day. Fantastic, man. Well, as everybody knows, we do broadcast live on all social media platforms. We have um, Kenny Bloom posting out here on Facebook, just saying he just got home from his game. He won, uh, they won 10 to six. Congratulations on the win, Kenny. Uh, congratulations, man. I'm guessing Kenny is uh, on, in high school. Um, so yeah, congratulations, Kenny on the win, man. 
But yeah, brother, it, it's insane. So I guess we're going to start off with Roe versus Wade, man, because, uh, you know, we ended our podcast talking about abortion and where we stand on abortion and what we think of it and, you know, what, I, what our thoughts are on it. Wait, actually, before I go any further, I don't want to get the banana or banned off social media yes. platforms. Ooh, 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 right? Big tech yeah. come after me. Well, maybe not Twitter so much. Thank God for Elon yeah, Musk. We don't know. We don't know yet. We don't know. <laughs> but you know, YouTube, Twitter, and Twitch. Listen, everything I'm saying on my show right now is the thought, my process, and the opinions of myself, my brother, or anybody else that may come on as a guest speaker. And it's for entertainment purposes only. It is for you, the viewers, to use this information as you please. But once again, entertainment purposes only. Gary stopped saying his little facts. That's kind of funny. That's all right. I'll let it. I'll just let it go. We'll let it go. You'll let it go. You'll just let it just slide. Yeah. Uh, maybe I, I'll maybe I'll throw it in there every now and again. Right. Only only when we have really touchy stuff right now, I guess. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you know, so we ended our our podcast last week talking about once again our, our abortion thoughts and um Right afterwards, about an hour ago, you you texted me about the Roe versus Wade leak, and it's funny is because I kind of let that sit in for a little bit, and I waited till t- the next day, and I seen Facebook blowing up, right? People bitching, oh, Baba, my body, Baba, this and that. Well, first off, my body, my choice. If that's going to go with you for that, why didn't it go for us who decide not to get the jab? Why is it the greater not good, baby? What's that? The argument is the greater good. Right. I guess so. I mean, I don't, um, I don't buy the argument, but that's what it is. But the funny part is if people really dig into it and I'm, you know, my niece has even got my niece. Okay. Mind you, my niece is for Trump. She does not like Biden. She thinks the Biden administration is a fucking joke. She agrees with us on that, but she's kind of fallen down the bandwagon with the rest of them thinking that Who this, uh, my niece, hmm. um, on my wife's side. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she kind of thinks that the Roe versus Wade is absolutely going to ban out abortion. If they abolish Roe versus Wade, she thinks abortion is going to have to be stopped and people are going to be going back to coat hanger days. And it's not like that, folks. It really isn't. The Roe- I mean, maybe if you're in like middle of Arkansas or Alabama, it might be like that. But Or Texas. Nah, Texas is pretty progressive, especially in spots like Austin. Like it's a very conservative state, but there's there's. There's blue little pockets. Um, I mean, maybe Texas though. Fuck, I don't know. I'm sure. I'm sure, you go into like West Texas, South Texas, deep South Texas, you might right. might, might be in trouble out there. <laughs> but no, seriously, folks. Roe versus Wade, with it being abolished and taken out of federal level, and that's all it's doing. It's taking abortion out of the federal hands and bringing it back into your local state, where most of the stuff should be. And the federal government should not have their hands in telling you what you can and you can't do. I mean, that's absolutely bullshit. Uh, that's why a lot of people lost it on the mask. That's why a lot of people are losing it on the jabs. That's why right now this does need to happen. Roe versus Wade absolutely does need to be abolished and does need to be brought upon the hands of the state and then brought down to the voters. The American people are the ones should have to vote and make up the decision. Go ahead, my brother. I see you want to speak over there. Oh, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, it's complicated. You know what I mean? And I, and I think that that's where the the division is between basically people who 
the the pro-life crowd is is pretty religious right right like and so like their i believe their argument is like once once that spark of life is created like that's a gift from god right and you just right. you gotta you just gotta run with it like that's like your gift <clears throat> and then the other side of the coin is uh people who generally speaking are are not going to be as deep into faith right Right. And so for them, it's not a matter. They're not looking at it through the lens of like a higher being. They're just looking at it as a hundred percent. Like this is going to affect my life in X, Y, Z in ways. And they're not ready for it. So they abort or whatever millions of other reasons that they might want to come up with. Right. Right. And so you're, you're like, your people were, we're trying to, we're trying to take, we're trying to answer the question or uh, like we're trying to come to a conclusion on a situation that's not being viewed as a nation through the same lens. And that's why that's, I believe that's a huge factor of why there's so much divisiveness is just, you have people of faith who are just saying like, it's, it's like, it's God's child or whatever. I think, I mean, I'm probably wrong, but um, that's what it seems like. It seems like you have people who are, either atheist or they're just not very faithful when it comes to birth and like right. being a, being a mother, you know? Oh, and not only that, there's a lot of sick people out there. As everybody knows, oh I'm, my big, God. I'm big on TikTok. Um, and I've come across a few TikToks where people legitimately are ecstatic that they did an abortion. It's like, are you fucking nuts? Oh, I went to a party, da 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 da. Had sex with such and such. I got knocked up, and boom, I went in and got the abortion the next day. Like, so that's liberating, right? For that person, that's liberating. So they feel like they can do whatever the fuck they want, and whatever the the whatever happens, they can quote unquote correct it or fix it or whatever, right? So it's liberating right. for them. I think but they're exactly. mental, but yeah, yeah, it's yeah. definitely mental. Yeah. I mean, it once again, it's our opinion, but I, I agree with you. It's mental. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but like, I get it. Like, and that's like, that's the hardest thing for me when people try to ask me a question on stuff like this, it's like, fuck, like I, it's so hard for me to have a, a firm answer because I don't feel like everything is so black and white. Like everything in life is so damn complicated and both sides make really, really good points both sides and that's like almost literally everything and that's right. like it's really hard to like hold a firm position because it's like in this situation like damn that's you're right liberals right and then in this situation like now nah, i'm sorry like the hardcore right guys are probably right in this particular example and it's like there's a it's like or like the most of everything else is in the gray area like fucking that's what the whole life is but right. it's just complicated man it's really complicated and it's it weird and it's unfortunate that people can't learn to be empathetic towards the other side. Like that's really the, the problem. Right. No. And you know, I'll agree with you. And, and speaking of empathetic, that kind of does roll into the next situation with everything that's happened. Uh, granted depression has been always been around, right? It's never, it's been here since the start of mankind. Depression's always been there. Um, Depression, I believe in my eyes, has gotten worse ever since the start of COVID when the lockdowns and shutting people out. Um, that's when depression, I believe, really got to a majority of people that 
probably had depression and then it just kicked in even harder for them when they're being secluded away from their friends, their family, their lifestyle was ripped from them. Um, so with, and I believe more and more people are still suffering from depression, even though that we as America have started opening up businesses are opening, although they're maybe not getting employees, um, because people still unfortunately don't want to work. But, you know, businesses are opening lifestyles. We know it's trying to come back to normal. Even these states that are starting to get hit hard again with quote unquote COVID, uh, you know, they're not restrict, bringing back the mask mandates. They're not bringing back anything like that. You were chuckling. So go ahead, brother. No, no, I got nothing. I got nothing. <laughs> you got, okay. So, you know, when, when I think about this whole depression thing, I, it comes down to this uh, just yesterday. Um, two teenagers decided to take their own lives via Amtrak here in Bitterford, Maine. It was on the news. Uh, I believe it even made national news. What happened was the police came out today and made the report uh, after watching the camera footage, the two teenagers were lying down on the track. And as the train got closer, they stood up and hugged each other just as they were getting uh, hit by the train. I'm trying to say this in some of the nicest, respectful way that I possibly can. Um, number one, suicide's so rough on many aspects. Suicide do doesn't really hurt, I'm going to say, the people who are, are doing suicide because, you know, they're in their eyes, that's their fate and that's the route that they want to take. What they don't realize is they're not truly hurting themselves. They're hurting their family. They're hurting their friends. And in this situation, they are now the conductor of that train. His life for now, forever will now be the same. He is now, you got to live with that. He's taken two lives. Although it was not his fault, he now has to live with that. But the passengers on that train, their lives are forever changed. Although they may not have seen anything, but they now know that a train that they rode took out the lives of two individuals. There's so much there. It really makes you wonder, though, what goes through someone's mind when they sit there and think that they want to take their 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 lives. Alex Verde over here has posted the world isn't crashing; it's falling apart. I guess Alex Verde, you know, you know, world crashing, falling apart, both equal the same in my eyes. Um, but no, suicide is getting really, really bad. I've seen so much suicide in the past six months from news articles from um people overdose i even consider overdoses an, an attempt to a, a form of suicide only because you know they're knowing that they are taking only a, a percentage of them though because a lot yeah. of that shit is accidental right um so you know there, there's a big issue there and you wonder if these people had someone to reach out to if they legitimately had someone who they can call they felt comfortable calling maybe someone they looked up to um you know, it's just one of those things. Like I, I can say I've never had anybody, you know, say this to me or thought that they were going to commit suicide. But you always wonder when you, you stare at somebody, you see the depressing look in their face on what they're truly thinking. Mm -hmm. A human mind is incredible. It really is. And it can trick the shit out of you. The human mind can really trick the shit out of you. I'm one of them, man. I'm so bad with medical shit. You can something. trick the shit out of yourself, man. Yeah, man. I'll think I'm dying. And all reality is just something. well, like stop googling shit. Yeah, Doctor Google's stop horrible. That right there, <laughs> <Google's> you know? <laughs> horrible. 
But no, I stay man. stopped too, but I'm just as guilty as everyone else. Yeah. Right. So with all that being said, though, when I was talking about how people look up for each other, we're going to have a good conversation here in a minute. But where I was talking about how people look up to people, respect people, or, or need somebody to listen to or just vent to, uh, a lot of people lately, especially if you're looking on YouTube, Twitter, Twitch, even on TikTok, people are starting to look more up to content creators because they're trying to live through the eyes of the content creators, or maybe they relate to the content creator in some way, or they've heard a story that the content creator went through and said, wow, you know what? That's me. So I'm uh, in the process of working on something right now. I'm not sure how it's going to work out. I still don't really know my full plan as far as getting this up and running, but I am looking at creating a platform specifically where people can reach out to content creators who want to participate on um, being ear to listen to and doesn't mind someone reaching out to them that may be struggling with some type of life aspect to help them. Um, you know, maybe not, you know, like the suicide hotline, but in this case be reaching out to a content creator that they respect. Um, and with that, the website that I'm creating is second chance on life. And the reason why I decided to have that domain second chance on life is because, yeah, I know you heard that blah, bling. I've got to mute that brother. Sorry. <laughs> but the reason why I came up with second chance on life, to be honest with you is because alternatively, if you're thinking about uh, committing suicide and you are able to turn yourself around and not commit that awful act, you are essentially having a second chance on life and you're looking at it in a whole new aspect and you're able to gripe it. And because listen, we all suffer. We all suffer from depression. It's how we handle it and how we manage it. What truly decides where we're going in life. I for one suffer from fucking depression, like freaking crazy right now. And, and then that's mainly because listen, I live a crazy fucking life. I've got five children. I've got a dog. I'm married, been with my wife for 23 years. But what makes it more crazy for us, we own a business. We went from, like you talked about, we went from living on welfare, you know, barely working, to now we work anywhere between seven days a week. Maybe once in a while we get a few days off. And we just recently had it where we finally got a day off together. But now that's being ripped from us again. And here we are now going back to where I'm going to be working six days a week, not having a single night off to kindle with my wife, relax with my wife, or have that husband-wife time. And we post ads. We can't find people because no one wants to work or they our business is just too rough for people. So, you know, that brings down depression. But I handle it. I'm probably going to buy a punching bag. My wife was trying to figure out what she's going to give me for my birthday. I think a punching bag. bro. You got a bike. Do shitload of burpees. Shit, that's Don't spend your money in a fucking punching bag dude you don't even use what you have use listen, what you have <laughs> listen bruh I'm telling you a punching bag man handles a lot of things it will handle anger issues yeah I, I can get on the bike and hammer it out with my legs but a punching bag i can take you know a piece of you're paper, gonna sprain you know, whatever your wrist I want. you're gonna sprain the shit out of your wrist i'm gonna and get boxing gloves to, i'm gonna get boxing you're still gonna sprain the shit out of your wrist and when okay do it watch <laughs> I can't wait to say I told you so live on air because I'm gonna. <laughs> oh, shit. Punching bags like are dope, though. Maybe you gotta get a speed bag. Speed bag? Yeah, a speed bag would yeah. be pretty dope, although I'd probably smack myself in the face with a speed bag. Yeah, well, you're, you're better off doing that than spraying the shit out of your wrist with like a heavy bag. See, a heavy bag, I can tape whatever face I want on it. Uh, like well, one day, if I get mad at Biden, I could put Biden's face on the punching bag and just fucking wreck it. 
or, or maybe somebody else, you know, a punch bag has many aspects you can do with it, but no, man. But on a serious note though, the second chance on life is it's a project that I'm thinking I'm working on. I've already got the domain locked and secured. It's just a matter of figuring out how to integrate it and uh, build the website to get it going and get other content creators involved with the program. Yep. I think it can be phenomenal. Um, but in, as far as depression goes, man, it, it's a kicker. And I think it's getting worse every day. And with all this shit that's happening right now on either side right now, whether you're on the left or whether you're on the right, everything within the government, this greatest divide that we've ever seen in our country, I think is causing this huge depression spike and this huge suicide spike that we're seeing in, with it. Not even really just in our country, but so those are, those, I want to say those are symptoms of a more general problem. That's just like mental health period period right like so right. that's how it's manifesting is through like depression and suicide there's a there's a lot of shit going on with mental health it, it like it takes a toll in a bunch of fancy ways you know what i mean like stress and anxiety do a lot of shit to people it causes heart problems it causes a lot of stuff it, right. can, it can cripple people it makes people so they don't leave their house they're incapable of Maybe some of these, a vast majority of these people probably have mental illness and they can't go to work. Right. Like I talk to people and cause I'm in sales. So I make a lot of cold calls. I talk to a lot of business owners and there's a lot of folks out there who have high paying jobs, 60, 70,000 starting out. They can't find workers. It's crazy. Like that's gnarly. Like to me, that's like, it's interesting. I don't know, man. I just think, I think the, uh, I think that the, the suicides are like, a one of many symptoms that have begun to manifest more and more and more because of, I don't know if it's a global crisis. Cause I don't know the stats of other countries or whatever. Right. Um, I mean, I could just Google it, but, um, it's just, I think that there's, I think mental health is on the decline. And a lot of less people are getting out in the sun, less people are eating healthy, less people are exercising. The ones who are doing it are doing it right. Like you, you got caught. You're not exercising No. like you're supposed to, but <laughs> like, I'll, and I'm always going to give you shit for that. Oh, right. Yeah, like you're supposed to. Yeah. Yeah. But, but you, your diet has improved and you've lost a shitload of weight and like your health has improved. And I'm sure your mental health has improved because if your body feels better, your brain's going to feel better. Right. Right. You know, that's yeah. just how it goes. And it's like people feel like shit and then they're getting negativity thrown at them all day online. They can't go to work. And if they do, it's a bunch of problems at work because the economy's struggling a little bit and we got some supply chain problems and we got not a lot of people working. So the ones who are working have more workload. So they're burnt the fuck out. They're not eating right. They're not getting the right exercise. They're not sleeping right. Of course, they hate their life. Of course, they're fucking choosing to kill themselves like it's a problem like that's a fucking problem and we need to figure out the root of the problem and we need to find creative ways and fun ways you know whether it's being content creators or otherwise to help these folks who are struggling with these issues that are leading them to take their lives like there's right. there's shit that can be done in the middle to like to to minimize that number hopefully you know no, and I agree. There's got to be other ways. It, the mental health industry, as far as like people out there to help, has diminished quite a bit. 
there's a lot less people from I've been reading that's going to college to get more degrees and stuff. More people, you know, are kind of going, there's even trade jobs that are losing weldings. There's not, that's what I'm talking about. That's the one I'm talking about. $70,000 to start out in welding. That was one guy that I was talking to because I home remodeling stuff is my market. So I talked to a lot of these guys and they have these like, is that blue collar is like welding and like carpentry. So that tradesman type stuff is like, it breaks my heart to see so much unemployment in that because that's really good money. And those skills are badass to have when you know how to fucking weld, you can make some cool shit. Right. Like, and you get to play with some badass equipment. Like that's right? a rad job. That is a really cool job. I don't it's care. It's a real life lightsaber you get to play with, man. Dude, you're <laughs> playing with fire. Like that shit is cool. It's so hot. It fucking takes metal and it turns it into one, like individual metal components into one. That's dope. Like, right. I don't know why more people don't do that shit. Dude, they do make some cool shit. When I, uh, yeah. during the, when school opened back up, when COVID was the whole big thing, we were spraying schools. That was one of the ways that yeah. you know we had to, move our business around so we were still making money because right. you know, we weren't able to clean our locals yeah you had to get creative we got creative so we were spraying schools and we we did the high school and one of the things we had to do is when we go into the metal shop and the stuff that these teenagers create is phenomenal like it's literally phenomenal someone's like wow a Yo. teenager made that man that you know they are our fuck they are truly our future they're clever, dude. Like yeah. I remember being a teenager and like teenagers are in engine ingenuitive. Is that a word? They have ingenuity. They're, yeah, they're, they're clever. They're creative. <laughs> you know what I mean? They look at problems through a lens that maybe hasn't been refined. And like that, that lack of experience kind of can sometimes bridge gaps. You know what I mean? Like they can, right. those, those, creative out of the box thinkers are the ones I think that can, um, when they're, who was it? Uh, Zuckerberg, I think uh, as much as I hate this guy, um, <laughs> I was watching an interview on something that he was looking for when he was hiring employees and he hired like a couple of guys who were engineers to do software development. And like, they, they're just really smart guys and they could just figure shit out. So they learned how to computer program, like for the web. But like they took like an engineering approach, like to learn a new skill and to like, they were creatives. They were intelligent, like constant learners. Right. And it's like those, those people are everywhere. Like you can find really smart people in accounting and they could do really well in engineering or business. You could like, there's a lot of those people. And go back to the creativityness of teenagers though. And that's one of the other biggest spikes where we're seeing suicides within teenagers and people got to realize they are the most, they are, they can hand, they got tougher, they got tough skin, but they're also the most fragile right now because they're coming into a world, especially teenagers right now, they were living this once free will type of a country or world, I should say. And then they went to this complete shutdown away from their friends, their family, this big social aspect. Cause as a teenager, man, I was social. I know my, my, my son, not really much my daughter, but like my boys were very social out with friends, hanging out with friends. This happened. I could see the change in them as far as the lack of motivation. And then of course they went into this whole virtual side of thing. Now it's, 
in front of the Xbox, in front of the PlayStation, in front of the computer. Oh, I can be, I don't have to have a job because I can be a content creator type of mentality. But granted, yes, you can become a content creator. But the problem is it takes money to get there, to get the stuff you need, to build up, to be that content creator who makes hundred to $200,000 a year, if not more. And the <laughs> thing, the younger kids who are seeing this, like they need to understand, like, um, a lot of these content creators have jobs, like they have yep. full-time jobs. They do. Right. Like you have a, you have a more than full-time job. <laughs> I do. Right. Like there's, there's, there's a lot of people out there. Like I follow a lot of people, a, a lot of folks in the, uh, the health and wellness, fitness, physical therapy, whatever that world. And, um, there are some, some channels where like, these are, these are, these are PhDs. These are guys who are like full-time and on top of that they're so they're phds so they're ridiculously educated and they're like practicing medicine or therapy or whatever the fuck their technique is <laughs> right and on top of that they have a family that they have to take care of and they're creating content that is ridiculously important and impressive and like on top of all of that stuff they're they don't have excuses for like not raising their children well with good rules. They eat healthy. Right. Right. So it's like, these are people who are like, that's discipline. And they're, they're the ones who are creating content. Like the ones who just start out with a, with a, with a simple phone and they, they hit a home run. That's a unicorn. Like that's right. so few and far between. And the kids don't understand that kids who are looking at content creators and they want to be one. Hey, it's a lot of work. It's a lot more work than people realize. And most of the folks doing it are doing it in addition to like 40 other things. Right. So and talk like, about a lot of work um, and how much work it takes for someone to hit it big. Um, as much as I love this guy, I want to plug him out a little bit is Mr. Beast. If everybody goes back and looks oh, at yeah. Bill Rogan's interview with Mr. Beast hmm. and listen at how he started his career, it's phenomenal. It's like he started and he, like he said, he hit a home run, but he did it, but he put a lot of work into it. When his mom thought he was in college, he was sitting in his car editing videos and stuff like that. Like it takes a lot of work to edit videos. You, you can't do like what I'm doing right here and recording a podcast just raw and unedited and expect to get a million people. I know it's not going to happen, um, but you know, you gotta, he, he put this that guy in. took a big risk. And it's like, that's the unicorn. He's the unicorn. And that's right. like, and his story is really motivational. And people hear that and they're like, fuck it. I'm going to take my parents' money and I'm going to sit in the parking lot of my school. And I'm just going to edit videos and be like Mr. Beast. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry. That was his path. You need to find your own path. And your right. path will either be cool and clever and unique like that, or it might be a little more mainstream. Like maybe you need to go to school and get a degree and build a network because that's really what school is. You build a network of people who are really capable and talented and they go into the workforce and they become CEOs. And then, hey, remember when we graduated in 2017 and we were the cool class and fucking whatever, like, that's what it's about. You learn some skills, you learn how to think, you build a network, like right. you work on a five-year project and it's, and it's your degree. Like, 
Like it's not, not everybody's going to do it like Mr. Beast. Right. Not everybody's going to make it big. You, you yeah. can make comfortable living or you can make a little bit, just compensate. For instance, listen, but you're I'm probably going to need a job. You're probably going to need a job. I'm sorry. You're probably going to need a full-time job. With him saying that, let me explain this. As everybody knows, I own my own, my own business here in my state. I also do podcasting. I'm also a content creator. And I guess you can say I'm a social media influence on TikTok. And a full-time father. And a full-time father to five kids. And a husband and a father of a dog. So I say six kids because the dog's a kid. Yeah, they, they count kind of. <laughs> right. kind of. So listen, and, and I do this. And everything that I, I've made decent, don't get me wrong, I've made decent off TikTok, which has helped me grow my podcast equipment it has helped me get the equipment needed to keep the podcast going and to make it grow a better equipment to make a better show to everybody. And I'm comfortable with that. I'm making a comfortable living. And sometimes though, I've got to grind for a few hours, four to five, maybe even six hours straight on freaking TikTok to get a decent amount of cash or just sit there and make, okay, I'm going to bank on that till next time I go live in order to make it, it making millions or even forty to fifty thousand dollars while on social media as being a little guy, someone starting out, it's not gonna be possible really unless you get like Gary said, that unicorn. Um, Alex Verde just posted on YouTube too, saying, I feel like being a content creator, you have to be tough or able to face judgment. And, and you are in a way right about that. Right? I mean, yeah. you do gotta be able to face judgment because there are there are gonna be people out there that come out and bash you. Uh, you know, everybody's going to have haters. I don't care who you are in life. You are going to have haters. So you get to have tough skin for that. And, and once again, though, that kind of boils down to, if you look at what we're yeah, talking about, tough could, could also be just fucking tough enough to be disciplined, to do the work, right? Like anybody can do a video. Anybody can go live. Anybody can edit, but can you do it for five years when you have 17 views every 43rd video? Can you get up every fucking day and grind and put in that work for five years with zero results? And then maybe one day, one of your pieces hits. That's tough right? to me. That's how I like when he says tough and face judgment, that tough to me is, do you have what it takes to grind for five years with nobody giving a shit about a seven seconds of your content nobody cares yeah. do you have that are you tough enough right no and that's it's a grinding game right it's yeah. a grinding game you're, you're gambling you're essentially gambling when you're trying to get out into this whole social media world but it also does lead down to a couple other things and once again it kind of roils boils down to what we were talking about early depression because there are a lot of people that can't handle negativity Exactly. And a lot of stuff you're going to approach when you come to online, when you come to social media, you try to be this content creator, you are going to come across some people that are going to slam you with negativity, try to bring you down because listen, folks, in this world, we live in a fucked up world where people will get their jollies off. They will sit there with their hand on their freaking dick jacking off because they're feeling the pleasure of bringing you down. Oh, I'm able to, oh, I'm making them sad. Yeah, I, it's, people get their jollies off for that. And that's yeah. sickening. That is absolutely sickening. Listen, yeah. I like to encourage everybody to do what they want. But at the same time, like my kids, I'm tough. Listen, 
I know my two older kids right now in this house would love to be content creators. And I know that's one of the things they're trying to do. But at the same time, when they're underneath my roof, they've got to hold either a full-time in school or a full-time job while they're building it up. It's just how it is. There's mm -hmm. bills to be paid. There's food to be put in the stomach. There's and I think both of them chose work, huh? Actually, well, I've got, I don't know as uh, my, my son that's about to graduate, what his choices are yet. He, okay. I, he may still go in the military. It's unknown at this point, or he may, yeah, I, I, I'm not thinking it's that route anymore. Yeah. He, he yeah. could choose work or he could choose college. I mean, Hey, college life, you know, is a good trade school, bro. It's trade not school, about, yeah. you don't need to go get your bachelor's and fucking <laughs> communications. No, man, he could that. go learn how to fucking weld. Go to welding, learn underwater welding. Dude, be a mechanic. Like, there's yeah. nothing wrong with that shit. I had right. a buddy who was a mechanic on fucking jet engines. No shit. That's badass. Like, right. you get a lot of opportunities in life that are not going to be presented to a normal schmuck. Like, yeah. I don't care how cool your fucking bachelor's degree is. You're not working on jet engines. <laughs> You're not, you can't tell me how an F fucking 14, I don't think anyone can anymore, but like, <laughs> you're not working on the new F-35s, you know, you're not, you're not turning wrenches on a Boeing. You know what I mean? Like, right. I don't know, man. I just feel like there's something cooler than a bachelor's degree. Right. No, and I agree with you. I mean, granted, yes, we need people out there with bachelors, especially people. No, we don't. With doctors. No, we don't. And we need surgeons with bachelors. Whatever. That's, <laughs> that's, a, that's a very, like. Somebody's yeah. going to cut me open and have a bachelor Look, degree. If you're going to be a doctor, be a doctor, right? That's cool. But you don't need to get your bachelors in business or communications no. or psychology or marketing or writing or literature like you don't you just don't i'm sorry you, we don't need another guy that can memorize all the mathematical formulas to tell me about venus's fucking orbit <laughs> we just don't like you want to be a rocket science right rocket scientist do it that's cool or fucking learn how to weld cool shit and then work with rocket scientists. Is it like the guys that do our doomsday clock or whatever? Aren't they like all bachelor degree holders too? Good I, for I them. Like like they so you got to get your bachelor's to get above a bachelor's, right? right? Like if you're going to get your master's, you need that. But for the folks that are going for a higher education, like be willing to take on $240,000 in student debt and don't put that shit on the nation. Okay. Yeah. Like no, that's, that's the thing. Like, Go to a trade school and make Agreed. your schooling cost you $80,000 and then you'll get out and you'll start at maybe $80,000 and you'll be able to pay that shit off a hell of a lot faster than your stupid bachelor's in communications. And then you're going to end up being a sales manager that everybody hates. Is that speaking personal experience? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I kind of felt that. I kind of felt that strong emotion right there. I felt it. The power. Right? <laughs> so much anger. But I'm just, I don't know. I don't know. Like there's, there's better ways to make yourself mentally capable and mentally happy than. No, I, I hear you, man. I, I absolutely hear you. There's definitely more stuff out there. There's like uh, what we got. John Tibbetts coming in here. There it is. That's the standard Tibbets. Yeah, that's the standard Tibbets. He came in the other week with like a real comment. I was a little right? concerned. I think his he he probably got his account hacked. He he must have been a little high last week when he sent us a message because it was all yeah. you know. So now he's now he's coming around. He's, he's uh, back on Facebook. Right? For, those who, 
for those who are only listening to the show, like on Wisdom or on uh, you know podcast channels, uh, John Tibbetts just posted on Facebook says, "Does Mark G have a degree in custodial engineering? Uh, is that even a thing, John Tibbetts? I mean, ten years, right? Do right? you want a degree, or do you want the guy with a decade worth of experience? I say, so, yeah, I've got about ten years worth of cleaning underneath my belt, starting mm -hmm. off." from residential cleaning from we first ever started our company to now doing commercial cleaning for eight years so would that be uh that's mm. like that's like a degree in like hard knocks university right yeah it's definitely hard a, degree. Degree. <laughs> a decade in the in the field that's hard knocks certified right. for sure that's it. <laughs> uh, as, as we move further here i do want to let people know who's listening on wisdom it looks like we've got about 31 people on the wisdom app folks if you'd like to chime in with anything that we've discussed so far on the show feel free to chime in we do open up our, our show to everybody just please know that this is a recorded show and it will be uploaded to all the podcast platforms by tomorrow morning um but yeah man it's it's crazy right so and, and that's why i don't know that's why i feel like we do need more of stuff to help people out i as far as depression goes, we were getting funny talking about this trades and stuff like that. And it truly is. It's getting harder out there. It's harder for a lot of people, a lot harder right now for managers. And it's a lot harder for businesses to find these employees. What's making these people not want to work is blowing my mind. Uh, as we were talking about before we start recording the show, we were like, Hey, we're going to wait till we start recording. Um, Cause I was talking to you about how I found it so fucking funny that I was at 7-Eleven and there, with that, it's got a now hiring sign on it. And there's mm -hmm. a guy standing on the freaking sidewalk begging for money. Like in my eyes, wait a minute. If you are that hard up for money, why can't you just walk in that store, fill out a job application? Granted, you're not going to get your money that day, but you fill out a job application, get to work and make money the right way. Work well, for a living. Well, be a, be a what? He doesn't want to make money. He just wants money. That is true. Yeah. He just wants money. Everybody just wants money. Nobody wants to work for money. They just want money. Damn. That's ridiculous. That's incredible. Dude, that pisses me off. So everybody know. Did, what, you, ever, did you ever do the Mickey D's job? Yes, man. This is why it's pissing me off. I'm about ready to go on a fucking full-blown rant. <laughs> so listen, for those who are listening on Wisdom of Apple and Spotify, John Tibbetts just posted on Facebook says McDonald's is hiring $17 an hour to start in Westbrook. Y'all know how much that shit pisses me off when I worked McDonald's back when I was freaking 15 to 16 years old, I was making five to six fucking dollars an hour. And to see that McDonald's is hiring for $17 an hour to flip fucking burgers and throw fries in a damn bag. That shit fucking man what man that's pretty that's a <laughs> that's a nice paycheck for not doing much so alex very just asked me a question on facebook uh, youtube he goes i have a question you have a business right yes alex i definitely do have a business if you do if it grows big would you keep it local or go national to be honest with you alex on the stress of my heart my anxiety and everything i would probably keep my business local but I would be willing to help anybody, and Gary can contest to this, to help anybody start up their business, uh, to help send them in That's the right That's called consulting, Mark, and I've that been telling true. you to do that for a long time. Yes, I know if you, you have. you say this is something you'll do, I will punch you virtually <laughs> He's got through these cameras, and I will go from Portland, Oregon to Portland, Maine, digitally. 
<laughs> whoop your ass, man. <laughs> well, listen, man. And, you know, I'm down to help anybody start up a business, man. It's it, it takes a lot, right? But I have the experience. I know where I started. I know I, I started my business with like 50 bucks, man. I started my business with 50 bucks. And I'm now to the point where, like I said, last year, my wife and I finally purchased our first fucking home. Yeah. And this is coming from a guy, man. Like I said, I was I was on welfare. Yeah, you'd have food was, stamps, right? Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. I got food stamps. I got TANF. I, I got it all, man, when I when I was down. You know, we had it all. It helped us. Granted, we had kids, we were young. My credit score was like 300. We had to build our shit up, man, from ground up. And that's why when I see people saying, oh, we're oppressed or white privilege, I'm about ready to go on a full blown right now. When people say white privileged or shit like, what the fuck is white privilege, number one? I want to know what it is because I'm telling you right now, I'm not fucking privileged. <laughs> not for fucking one bit. <clears throat> I busted my ass to get where I'm at today. And I'm still not satisfied. I'm satisfied, but I'm not satisfied where I'm at. I know I can be better at it. I just need to know where my, my certain steps need to be because obviously there's something going on, whether it's with the current situation, with everything still going with COVID, because I still had employees issues before, but I didn't have employee issues as bad as I do now since COVID hit. Now it's even harder for me to find people to work. It seems like people have gotten... I, I I don't want to word this without making it sound bad. <sighs> I'll make it sound bad. What are you trying to say? Trying I to say just, people are lazy as shit right now. Yeah, man. Yeah. It's, 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 people are entitled. They're complacent. There's plenty of words that we could use to describe uh, the, a huge percentage just, of people. Right it's now. hard. Like, cause I see it in every fucking business, but when my daughter works, they're having a hard time. They're short staff. They had like four people call out one freaking day. My daughter, one other employee had to manage the whole day or the McDonald's, I hate to throw them out. I, I'm going to hate to do this. We we're just talking about McDonald's. There was a post on Facebook for the local McDonald's here. They had cockroaches within the fry thing. When the bend, An employee made a post about, you know, it's a food business. You're going to have it. I, I guarantee you. Well, you're going to get bugs everywhere. But yeah. the problem is whoever's working there doesn't give a shit enough to do the cleaning problem. And that's the problem. They're hiring. Unfortunately, some of the people we are currently hiring are people who do not give a shit about a business. I can tell you right now. Almost they want money, business. but they don't want to work for it. Exactly. They're working for the paycheck. They're not working to better themselves or better the business. They're, and I've always tell people that when I, when I work with, when I was management for Aaron sales and lease, I was a manager there for a while uh, to when I own my company, there's two different types of people. There's people who want to work for success. There's people who want to work for a paycheck. You got to figure out where, where you lie in that line, because if you're the person who just works for that paycheck, you're not giving a fuck about the business. You're not giving a fuck about how the business succeeds. And therefore, if you don't succeed with a business, you're not going to succeed. The business doesn't make money. You're not going to get that money. If you ask for that raise, you're not going to get it because you're not helping that business succeed in order for them to generate more revenue to pass down some of that extra revenue to, to you. That's how money is earned. When people cry about freaking raises, how is a business owner supposed to give you a raise if you ain't trying to help that business owner succeed and build on that business in order to generate the revenue to pass down the profits to you and moment of silence. I'll edit that out. I mean, it's just, it's, <laughs> it's people right now, man. Um, it's, it's hard to convince someone to go to work right now to make a couple thousand dollars a month when 
they've been kind of conditioned lately to not needing to do that. But all of that stuff is going to run out. So I feel like I feel like all of the shit that we're dealing with right now, it's going to correct itself, man. Um, <clears throat> it might get it's it's it might get worse before it gets better. But right. um, I these things historically they happen, right? Like yeah. if you if you look over any long enough track of history, you're going to see these types of ebbs and flows and in, in economies and societies and either America's on the decline right now. We're going to be this generation's Rome or we're, you know, some shit might turn around and we'll be able to write the ship. Um, it's I I'm as pessimistic as I am. I'm optimistic that all of this chaos will eventually settle. I don't know how or when or what it's going to look like when it does, but unemployment will be low again. Um, I think unemployment will be will be low again and uh, I think businesses will thrive and I think things will be will be just fine. The mental illness and the mental health, though, I think that's going to be probably an underlying annoyance for a lot of people for a long time. Right. Unless they they figure out a way to get right with themselves, clean diet, exercise, adequate rest, you know, all the. All the the strength things. to reach out to it definitely it does take strength to reach out to, to reach out like, yeah i mean that's that's it's like the step one right the hard part is admitting you have a problem and yeah I, like that's the hard part right once people once people can admit that yeah i got a little bit of a fucking thing going on with my head maybe i should go see somebody once they get to that point um that's a good thing like that's a good thing then the then the recovery can start right and then they can then they can make it better that's it. So as you were talking, John Tibbetts was posted on Facebook over here. It says, since weed was legalized in Maine, the entire younger population is either trimming or trying to grow. They don't want restaurant or retail jobs. I mean, I agree and I disagree. Um, I agree that, yeah, there's the the Actually, weed no. industry is a very, very lucrative industry. And, and it's I don't see a problem with it. I like weed and I think that it's good industry. I think there's a ridiculous amount of money to be made and i don't see people i don't see a, i don't see a problem with people wanting to work in that industry um the takes money to do it though i mean kind of, like if you want to do it like super legit yeah it's not it's actually not as easy as people think like there's a lot that can go wrong with a with a crop and you could be out nine months, 10 months for, for some bullshit. Right. And then like, if you get mildew on that, like you just wasted a whole season, like it's, it can be problematic pests and blah, 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 blah. But, um, the problem, the problem is like, like I'm not, I don't know. The problem is families are broken. You, there's no more nucleus families. There's no more like your example, Mark, your family, like you guys are an example, like to have mom and dad together to like have, multiple children and to like raise them into adulthood together as a family unit like that's uh that's not normal we didn't get that no you know what i'm saying like 97 percent of my friends didn't get that um my wife got that and she's fucking totally level-headed has a degree speaks multiple languages she's just an amazing human being around and it's like there's a lot I can look at my friends who have both parents and like they're out on their own and they're 40 now and their parents are still together. Like 
those healthy people raise healthy people. Right. So like America's like family situation is broken. That's, that's a problem. And that's a problem. It's like, it starts at the home. And I've been like mental, mental health, like all of this shit that like, it's there's multi it's multi-pronged right but there's there's a lot of carryover and there's a lot of commonalities like it starts with the home like racism is taught in the home depression yeah. if you if you have a depressed kid it's it's happens but it's i feel like it's much more rare for like for kids that to i be believe like, uh, that that i believe for, for children teenage stuff that's starting from school and social media there's social media is as amazing as it is, it's, it is a very dangerous, misleading. It's a problem. Huge. It's a problem. It's a problem because there's too much information being digested too quickly. And we have these filters that make people look perfect, or we have deep fakes. Um, there's just a, like the web is, is crazy. I love the web. It's amazing, but it's also, uh, we're, it's so it's, its use and how it affects us as a species is still being like, we're learning and we're starting to see what happens. Right. And so like, we need to, we need to learn how to better use it. That's it, man. And the web back in the day for us was like fun, man. Like, yeah. Nineties yeah. web was like the best web. Right. The I internet mean, was cool. Well, for all you kids back in the day, this one's gonna be a fun one for me to say. <laughs> for all, for all you damn kids, kids bro. all you kids, you want to know what we kind of got a laugh at back in the day? It maybe it did gross us out, but we got a laugh at it. Oh, don't all you kids right now on this? Oh yeah, for all you kids listening right now, do yourself a favor. Don't I want it. you to Google no. two girls, one cup. Don't do it. Comment in the show and tell me what you see. Uh, you know, but for Not video it. games, for video games, I want all you kids to check out Oregon Trail or where in the world is Carmen San Diego for like really old school, stupid games. Yeah, man. Mm. Like that mm. was the shit for us. The Oregon Trail was like, uh, I died so many times in that game. That was an interesting game. It was. <laughs> that was oh. an interesting game. What I were the deaths? What did you die from, like dysentery or some shit? Or yeah, like, you you die from all like the shit back what they would in the West. You die from the flu. You die from you know all that. Indian, shit. Like, would it be like Indian attacks? Like, did you? I, I feel like that was die from Indian attacks. I think you could though, right? I mean, I, I, I don't know, man. You're like you're in a you're in a a you're caravan, in probably fucking thing, and you're just in a caravan. Of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. That seems um, like a very real way to die back in the 18 right 1800 a couple few hundred years ago <laughs> that seems like <laughs> oh man speaking of dying the wife belt killed me last night she oh, literally yeah. made she literally made me search my house uh, for those who don't know my uh we we have an obviously an alarm system in my house and i don't remember setting the alarm but you know maybe i could have and i'm sitting here doing my thing or mind you i can hear both door two of the main doors in my house to my left and to my right I didn't hear either one of those doors uh, open per se, but my alarm went off and there's only one other door that that could happen to. So I instantly, I went for my firearm and went downstairs because I didn't know what the hell I was going to walk into. And by the time I cleared my basement door, my wife sends me a text message and goes, I'm sorry, my butt must have done that. 
I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like that was, it took me, I mean, I mean, it was all probably about three and a half minutes, four minutes, uh, time from when the alarm went off to the time that I cleared the basement for me to get that text message. But still like, really, you're going to have your ass set off the alarm on me. That was like the the most intense focused moments though, huh? Oh, definitely was man. (laughs) Like I had, Hey, Adrian made sure she shut her door. She was staying secure in there. Zach saw her. He went up to his room, secured his door, and like they were all <laughs> searching. Yeah, it, it was interesting, man. It was definitely interesting. But to recap to everybody that just came in the show a little bit late or whatever, we are we're we're right around 58 minutes. So we're just about ready to uh, kill the feed here. But I do want to say we we touched up on Roe versus Wade. If you want to hear about our opinions or what I was talking about for Roe versus Wade, please go back to the beginning of the podcast. It's there. Uh, on the secondary note, I did talk about if anybody is a social media content creator or anybody who'd like to help out with this new project that I'm starting, please email me on air at the markgshow.com. Um, the project I am creating, the name of it's called Second Chance on Life. And I'm trying to gather as many social media content creators or other people that may be willing to help me out in this uh, project where we can help people out or be that listening ear for them so they don't don't have to take their lives or don't feel like they have to take their life. Uh, because alternatively, and my brother-in-law said it the most best way when he was alive was suicide is the coward's way of coward's way of dying. And I, I mean, I couldn't disagree. I couldn't agree with him more rather. I almost said disagree. I couldn't agree with him more on that statement. Um, but when someone is on the verge of to taking their own life there is a moment that they can be helped and they can be helped it's a matter of them reaching out so publicly i'm putting out there if anybody ever needs an ear to listen to i am here granted you don't have my cell phone number but you can contact me any through any messages throughout any of my social media platforms i do respond to them or hell i'm on tiktok a shit ton lately you can jump in my live say i need to talk hit me up and i will definitely get back to you Um, But as far as that project goes, second chance on life, it will probably be about a week or two before I'm able to get everything up and going and figure out how I'm going to create the website. And when I do, you folks on the Mark G show and on TikTok and all the social media platforms will know um, what we can do as far as getting it going. If anybody would like to help with that project, though, please, once again, email me on air at themarkgshow.com. And yeah, man, we live crazy lives. We live a crazy fucking world. But in all the end, as long as we're living... And we're making the next day. It's a beautiful fucking day. And it means we just got to keep pushing, man. Yes, sir. So, yeah. Life gives you lemons. And what's that saying go? If life gives you lemons. Paint them shits gold. There we go. That works. No, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot the phrase. No, man. That's all I really got to say, brother. You got life gives you lemons. Make lemonade. There we go. That's it. You got any final words or anything you want to say out there tonight? No, I think we covered it today. Sweet. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for for everybody joining in the Mark G show. I appreciate everybody that came out today, especially all the activity that we got on Facebook, YouTube. I appreciate you guys commenting. That is awesome. That shows me that we actually do have listeners. So these two idiots feel kind of happy that we do this podcast. Um, Also, anybody wants a Mark G sticker and one of our barcodes that people can scan to find out more about our show, please let me know as well. And I will ship it out to you for free. I'll send you out a sticker and a barcode to put on your vehicles or whatever you want to stick them on. Free 90 free. Yeah. Free man. I got to get the word out about the Mark G show. I'll catch y'all later. Stay safe.
You've been listening to the Snowflake Melter, the Mark G Show. Mark is your everyday hardworking business owner that loves America. And he certainly doesn't mind telling it like it is. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. To send an email, it's on air at themarkgshow.com. And find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at The Mark G Show. See you next time.